At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. Yesterday we had Eddie Olchek on, former NHL great Hall of Famer. We'll have another former NHL player on later in the program in about 45 minutes. Darren Banks will break down tonight's NHL action and who he likes in the different series. But first of all, I want to talk about those two playoff classics last night. In other words, the Eastern Conference play-in. Well, before I get to those, did you get approval to have back-to-back hockey guests? Um... I heard from the famous Frenchman, we did so good yesterday, we get another crack at it. <laughs> That's good. Let's get to that Pacers game last night, an absolute debacle. How about the Hornets rolling the ball up the floor in this game? You know, the clock doesn't stop until the final two minutes of a quarter. I didn't even get that. They're down by a million points here. How about just playing a little bit of defense? Pacers with 64 point, uh, in the, excuse me, 74 points in the paint, but 64 points inside the restricted area. That is pathetic defense. Well, I I. I Looked at my phone, it was 20-7, to 7, so I decided to flip the game on. I think it was Jim Jackson doing the game. He said the players, the, the, the Hornets weren't ready for playoff basketball. That the Pacers had been in the playoffs before, and that was the difference so far in this game. The, the Hornets weren't ready for What weren't they ready for? To defend any shot? That, that's I mean, exactly. The Pacers just had open three after open three or layups. It looked like they were playing Loyola Marymount. They had 30-some shots that were uncontested defensively. I mean, I mean it's, it, look, this is the problem in today's NBA, and this is what we talked about yesterday. This is why it's hard to bet this league, because mm-hmm. you don't know what the effort is going to be from the teams defensively. 105 shot attempts, 144 points. 74 of the 144 in terms of points for the Pacers come inside the paint. 
64 inside the restricted arc. Think about how close you're getting to the rim. That's a lack of rim protection. That's a lack of defense. Guys doing a good job of just stopping dribble penetration. We saw the line move towards Charlotte with the Karis Levert news that he was out for health and safety protocol. It didn't matter. This was a no contest from the beginning. Well, I think they were worried about the safety of the Charlotte Hornets in this one. I mean, God, this was an absolute... They just got murdered. I looked at this in-game line. When they were up 13 in the first quarter, it was minus $5, and I didn't take it. Little did I know that just about 15 minutes later, it would be off the board. (laughs) Exactly right. It it was disappointing in terms of this game. If you tuned in to watch this game with the early start time, I mean, at the end of the first quarter, 16-point differential. At halftime, I think we're looking at a 24-point game. It was over. There was nothing to even watch. In the other game, the Wizards and Celtics was a game, at least up until halftime, was a very competitive game. We took a very large wager on the Wizards, plus a half point in the second half here. So we came out on the right side of that one. Brad Stevens rallied the troops. They're going to get the New Jersey Nets in the next round. Yeah, really impressive job by Jason Tatum. 50 points last night. Kemba Walker with 29 as well. These two guys just off the charts in terms of their shooting. 24 for 56 overall in terms of what they were able to do. But really, it was the three-point arc. 11 for 26 for these two guys combined. Tremendous job. You're not going to beat anybody if the two guys shoot that well. Let's take a look, just in your opinion, Amal. Celtics, Nets. Any interest in this series or including it in that series money line parlay? Uh, you know, to me, when I look at this one, I think this is going to be Brooklyn all day. I'd have to see the series price. Now, mm-hmm. you get to a point, Mike, where the price is too high that it's not justified in necessarily taking it. The risk isn't worth the reward. If you see a number that's probably below 700, I think you take a look at the Brooklyn Nets. And conversely, now the Wizards, to stay in the playoffs, are going to have to beat the Pacers coming off this uh 27-point drubbing of Charlotte. This game, of course, now the scene will switch. It won't be in Indianapolis anymore. They'll go back to the nation's capital. Are they still playing in the Cap Center? I don't know. I don't. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't been to a game there in a while. <laughs> were, were you a big fan? Yeah. Were you attending Wizards well, games they, back in your day? Is that what it was? There was a few ACC tournaments in the Cap Center that were very good back in the day. The uh, Capital One Arena, as they oh. like to call it. Now, gotta, you know, these people overpay for arenas. The William Hill Arena. <laughs> I don't know. They're all overpaying. I always ask, is anyone getting a good ROI on this? It's like play-by-play guys. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> but hey, I digress. <laughs> anyway. So I, we see the, Pacer, the Pacers travel, and they're getting three and a half on the road against the Wizards. That game's going to be Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific. Yeah, I think Russell Westbrook has a better game than he did the other night, uh, or last night, rather, 2014 and 5, which is a great game by most mm-hmm. standards. But, you know, Russ, we've become so accustomed to having a, a triple-double. That's a prop bet I would take a look at. Russell Westbrook having a triple-double in the next game against the Indiana Pacers. I think he will do that. I think Washington finds a way to squeak by the Indiana Pacers. Look, I was impressed with them. Eight double-digit scores in that game. I just don't know if they can duplicate that type of game. And also, I think Washington might defend just slightly better. And we saw it up. Well, uh, they will defend. They will defend better. Does it give the Pacers an advantage in that that game was decided by halftime and that they didn't have to exert maximum effort for 48 minutes? No, I don't think so. I think think both teams would be fine here. Season's on the line. You're going to get a maximum effort. It really comes down to you. Are you interested in going into the postseason or not? Yeah, absolutely. This is the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's a Malshaw. We talked about those two Eastern Conference play-in games. Let's turn our attention to the games tonight. I... I would wager they will be better games than we saw last night. Well, es- way to go out on a limb. Especially with the marquee matchup in the 7-8 game between the Lakers and the Wizards. Uh, wait, hold on. The Warriors, excuse the, me. Uh, uh, Lakers and the Warriors. I told you yesterday this money line is going to go up. It went from 190 to minus 230. It was already 220 by the time we got off air yesterday when it was 195. Listen, I made this bet at 190. I've got this one coming up later mm-hmm. on. I laid the minus 230 on the money line. I still think the Lakers win this game. I believe they cover the spread, but in the postseason, I don't want to get beat by a Steph Curry three-pointer down eight with three seconds remaining. I think the Lakers win this game comfortably. 
I like the Lakers on the money line, minus 230. This is, to me, where there's a justification in playing teams on the money line and making large bets because you're just looking at a team to win. Mike, the other thing is for people that are not as well-versed with it, you're going to have an opportunity throughout this game where you can jump on the Warriors on a plus price on the money line if they're trailing by a large margin, just negate some of your risk involved in this game. Yeah, let's turn our attention then to the other game, which is the uh, the 10-9 game, the winner to get the loser of the Lakers and the Warriors. Spurs and Grizzly tonight, we see this line four and a half. It's moved towards the Grizzlies playing, of course, in Memphis against Greg Popovich and the Spurs. Yeah, I feel like this is one of those games that they televise because they have to in a local market, Jets, Jacksonville. I really don't have much interest in this game. I like Memphis at home to win this game. I didn't play this one. I still think I might take them at home. I'm not a believer in the Spurs team. I think this uh, Memphis team is much better than they've gotten credit for. 38-34 and 34 in a very competitive Western Conference. Mike, that's impressive. 18 up and 18 down at home. Not an overwhelming record, but I think they've got a good opportunity despite the fact the Spurs have been over 500 on the road. I don't know. Do you give any credence to the Popovich versus Taylor Jenkins coaching matchup here tonight? Or is Memphis just that much better of a team than San Antonio? There are a few bigger fans of Greg Popovich than me. Mm-hmm. Tremendous coach, top three coach of all time in my book. But the reality of it is when you look at the talent, the ability of what Memphis has being at home, I think this game means more. The San Antonio Spurs are not the same program, same franchise they've been in the past. This is a game where I think Memphis moves on with an opportunity to face off, in my opinion, against Golden State to get to the postseason. I, if they consider the play-in final, I'm talking the real playoffs, one, of, one through eight. But to me, I think Memphis wins this game, and I see the four and a half. I don't love this number, but again, minus 182 on the money line at DraftKings. I think this is a good bet at FedEx Forum. How do you feel about the total? Um, I'm telling you, I'm not even, nothing. I, 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 no, seriously, how do you bet these games? Look, you and I tend to be more under betters. Mm-hmm. This NBA, you've got to bet overs. Do we get a defensive effort? I don't think San Antonio is going to play defense the way that the Charlotte Hornets did. But to me, it's so hard. You just you hit a lull and you think you're good on an under, game flies over. You think you're good on an over, all of a sudden there's a two, three-minute lull, missed shots, Brick City, USA, and it stays under. Here's why I would lean over here. Because in an elimination game, you know, typically in the NBA, they're, you know, they're down six points with 25. They just let it go. Right. right? The regular season, yeah, there's yeah. 74 games, there's That's 80 games. Point. Here, if San Antonio's down seven with four, they're going to start fouling. Or vice versa with Memphis. This is a this is a go home game. So I think there's an opportunity if the game remains close, where you see fouls become a factor, a la college basketball. It could be, but you know, remember, it depends on what the margin is at that mm-hmm. point. They're not like college hoops where some of these coaches we still well, can't figure down, out. Down twelve. Well, yeah, <laughs> that was my exact number. I was going to say twelve right now. I was going to say twelve and fouling. You know, speaking of which, John Calipari fouling at Alabama, perfect yeah. example. Um, no, but it's funny you said twelve. Uh, I I just. I'm not going to get involved in the total. It's a postseason game. It could be a better defensive effort. Or is Memphis a little bit nervous? They're not familiar with this territory. I think that could be a factor. Who knows how it plays out? Because remember, if you lose a few minutes of scoring, it could impact you. Then you could play an in-game over. I don't follow the NBA enough to bet my money on it here in a spot like this. But I just from what I know of of these teams and of more of San Antonio, I would take the points in the over in this match. Listen, I think. Memphis at home wins this game. I don't say that with an overwhelming amount of confidence. I do believe they win it. I'm not going to touch this total. But listen, I want to let all Faker fans know, don't worry, you're moving on. You're going to win this game fairly comfortably tonight. I still think we should lay the five and a half then. If you, I, I do think so. I actually agree with you, <laughs> but I'm in a big bet at minus 190. And to me, I, this is another one where I want to make sure I, I think about taking uh, this game between these two teams. By the way, I got a quick question for you. We, oh, we, oh, okay. Washington, I'm sure it's your question. The Go Washington, 31, uh, 31 fouls last night, Boston 17. What's the discrepancy tonight? 
Boston, they want Boston in there. Oh, with the Lakers. In are you there? giving us a? What are you giving us a Southie accent there? Boston, they want Boston in there. <laughs> That's wicked. That's five, the town. Huh? The town. That's wicked. Five. Very good movie. The town. Um, better, better Boston movie is Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Robin Williams was pretty good in that. Uh, the Departed. The Departed. Okay. Uh, I don't know that there'll be that big of a foul disparity tonight as as we had. Who would who does uh, from from a perspective of markets, Memphis and San Antonio is almost a wash, right? I mean, and although there's more national fans, I would love to give you a real answer. I'll give it to you off the air. There's more national the NBA fans. Is hoping neither of these teams there's make more, it there. Yeah. There's more national <laughs> yeah, fans. Exactly. All right, a, a very popular segment on Gill's show is every Monday with Chris Andrews, the director at the South Point. Um, during football season, they guess lines for the next week's games. We've sort of done that with with some NFL week one matchups. And, and now we have the opportunity for you to guess lines on college football games of the year. Go I, ahead. I'm, I'm glad you're giving them the credit. Like it's trademarked. Like we have to pay a royalty on it, but please continue. No, but it's, it's fun. It's, it's actually I, I'm very not complaining. fun. I'm just making a comment. That's and, all. And the credibility or the credulity that you wouldn't know these lines and you hadn't thought about it is outstanding because you haven't next week. Amal will guess state capitals. All right, let's start out with the game. Oh, I got, I listen, <laughs> I, if this were 20 years ago. I'd go. be 50 man, for man. 50. I know. Here we go. All right, let's start out here. What a feature game on Friday, September 3rd. I mean, all eyes will be tuned to Blacksburg. As Mac Brown and the University of North Carolina uh, travel to play Virginia Tech. This is a, an actual home game for Virginia Tech. Amal, who's the favorite here? I'm going to go North Carolina four on the road. North Carolina is six and a half in this game. Okay, yeah, Sam Howell factor is huge. Virginia Tech losing a couple of critical players on this team. We saw them drafted, including Farley. Uh, I think this is a big season and a big game uh, for their coach there in there. Uh, I can see his face right now. I'm drawing a blank, and I'm not going with Frank Beamer. Uh, Justin. Justin. Yes. yes I can't think of the last <laughs> name. I was going to say Justin Herbert. No, it's not Herbert, but I got the first name right. Fuentes. Fuentes. Yeah, Justin Fuentes. I could, oh, my God. I'm, I'm out of it right now. No college football. Yeah, Justin Fuente. It's a big year. I said Fuentes. It's Fuente. Fuentes. Uh, big big game for them right now, six and a half. I'm not surprised. Four, I thought four. But listen, college football, you get into that four to seven range, very similar. Is the ACC competitive this year? It depends on how you depend, define competitive. Are they going to win a national championship if it's no, Clemson? I'm yeah. talking about will the, the championship. Will Clemson be a three-touchdown favorite in the ACC championship game? That's how I define it as competitive. That's a, that's a great question. Yeah. No, probably not this year because it could be North Carolina or Miami. I don't believe in Miami as much as everybody else does. I think De'Ara King will help them out, but he's coming off that ACL injury, remember, he had during the bowl game. Can he bounce back is the question. They've got to overcome the coaching of Manny Diaz. All right, let's move on. The next day on Saturday, September 4th, we have a Big Ten conference game. Penn State travels to Camp Randall to take on Wisconsin. I can't believe this game is being played on September 4th. This, to me, should be an October game, actually even November, with a little snow falling at Camp Randall. Uh, to me, this is going to be the Badgers, probably about a uh, five-point favorite in this one. Three and a half. Okay. See, I'm a little bit surprised. I think this line will tick up. I'm not sure what Penn State's going to be this year. Uh, that's a big question mark in terms of how effective they are. Wisconsin, always solid. You know they're going to be fundamentally sound. We'll see how they can perform, but... I think the Badgers at home, that's a good price. If, you, if this is the number you can get, I would take this. I, uh, you know, it's typical for the Badgers to roll up a couple of Mac opponents early at Camp Randall. Usually they're, they've outscored their opponents about 117 to nothing by the time they get into Big Ten play. I did remember one year they played LSU at, uh, at, 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 at Lambeau. At Lambeau, right? Yes, that they was beat a great them. game. That, <laughs> see, that, you know, listen, let me tell you something in defending all the Big Ten people. Mm -hmm. I, first of all, what I hate when you go to SEC stadiums, everyone's yelling, it's SEC, SEC. Unless you are LSU, Alabama, or Auburn, the rest of you don't, or maybe Florida. Florida. How, about Florida? How about Florida in there? How about Georgia? 
Well, what are we going back to? Vince Dooley, 1981, last, last national championship? Buck Baloo. <laughs> Buck Baloo, yeah. <laughs> uh, that run against the Gators. Uh, anyway, to me, this is where I think it would be better for the leagues if they played these non-conference games and neutral sites, or if you're going to play them, play them up there. They're always in the South. Give these teams from – have somebody from the SEC go play a game up in November in Ann Arbor. Everybody has to go to Dallas or Georgia to play the SEC teams, right? Absolutely. By the way, I, I'll tell how you about, one thing. Can't criticize about, Georgia. How, Georgia will go play anybody anywhere, anytime. How about how about Oregon plays a, an SEC school here in Vegas or something like that, right? I mean – Absolutely. Yeah. I, to me, though, why, why – listen, play the game up in Seattle. Uh, you know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, CenturyLink. Let, let that be a home game, pseudo home game mm-hmm. for Oregon. We do that all the time with these SEC teams. Speaking of that, hold on a second before you tell me. <laughs> there's gonna be I, an don't NCAA. tell me the location. I want to guess it before. I don't know for sure. Alabama at the U at the University of Miami. Is this in Atlanta? It's in Mercedes Benz. Uh, of course it is. Of course <laughs> it is. Will Alabama play any game north of the Mason Dixon line ever outside of Penn State? Maybe in 2030. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who they would play. They they played Penn State. I think when Joe Pa was there. Uh, I, mean, I think Nick Bryant was still scheduling those games. Not Nikki. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly right. Uh, my uh, Alabama. In an overrated, overinflated line, probably 17 and a half. Is it what it is? Very good, yes. (laughs) This is a ridiculous number. They're making this because of Eric, uh, because of Alabama's tradition. Look, Mm -hmm. they're a tremendous program. I can't take anything away from them, but here's the reality of it they've won three national titles during the college football playoff. That's not, I mean, that's an incredible achievement. I'm not trying to slight them. I have so much respect for what Nick Saban's been able to accomplish. But we act like Alabama wins every national title every year. This is not UCLA 1967 and 1973. Okay? They're, they're in games. We've seen Clemson beat them twice. Everyone's acting like this is an afterthought. Ohio State beat them in the college football playoff. They have not won every game. They're not Oklahoma winning 47 in a row. How do they retool? Who's the quarterback next year? Bryce, uh, Bryce Young, uh, the kid out of, um, out of California. You know, the three big-time Southern California. I mean, you got to replace six first-rounders, right? Yeah, Alex Leatherwood, I don't even really consider him. I mean, well, he Ra- fell. He well, fell to 17, I'm all. If the Raiders draft you, are you really a first-rounder? Asking oh, Damon Arnett. That's a good a- question. Asking Cleveland Farrell, are you really a first-rounder? It's an asterisk. You get an, an asterisk. asterisk. Yeah. Two guys that weren't going to go in the first round, Damon Arnett and Cleveland Farrell. But okay, somehow they wind up there. I'm telling you right now, Damon Arnett was probably out golfing or doing something else. He got a phone call. How do you replace Najee Harris? How do you replace the offense? I mean, legitimate questions here before they become as good as they were this year. Look, they're they're – Deep at the tailback position, offensive line is going to be a key. You got to replace Deontay Brown, Landon Dickerson, wide and, receivers, and, and, as wide well. receivers. You got Mechie back, but I don't know if you can sit there and say he's going to be a Devontae Smith. I I don't think Jalen Waddle. You know what Jalen Waddle is? He's one of these guys because he, he had so much talent there with him with uh, Judy and Rugs and Devontae Smith. He to me was probably the most talented player they had. He was like a Percy Harvin. He just never got utilized in that way. I think he's a guy. I don't know if Devontae Smith wins the Heisman Trophy if, uh, uh, if he's healthy the whole season, if Jalen Waddle's healthy. I'm a big Jalen Waddle fan. They've had so much talent. Give them credit for what they've recruited. And I got to tell you the one thing that makes Nick Saban great. All these coordinators, it's like the Bill Belichick factor, right? They're like, let's hire somebody from the Alabama staff. They forget a couple of factors. They're not bringing Nick Saban. They're not bringing the recruits. Just like when you hire a coach from the Belichick tree, you're not bringing Tom Brady. Now we actually have an, an SEC team traveling. Coach O and the LSU Bengal Tigers return to the hometown, to the town where he once reigned the sidelines. That's right, Los Angeles, California. But not the Coliseum. They're going to the Rose Bowl <laughs> to play Chip Kelly. That's right. This is all the Saturday, September 4th as well. Wow. Well, <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my God! What a, what a weekend of games. This is all this first weekend. These games. LSU games Saturday night probably in the Rose Bowl. Eight o'clock probably. I'm guessing is going to be the start on this one. Well, you know Alabama is going to be a five o'clock game, won't they? With Miami, that'll be the ABC game. They always oh, play right. that that's the right. feature game of the first weekend. Yeah, this could be. This interesting. could be. This could be a twelve thirty game, right? Yeah, LSU at UCLA. Pacific. What? I'm talking. Yeah. So no humidity, no factor of weather there. Uh, LSU is probably about a three-point favorite here. Four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. I like the Bruins here. Chip Kelly's offense really started to get going towards the end of the season. Big year for Coach O. Last year, they really went off the rails. They need, need to bounce back here. Let's see if they can do that. This will not be an easy game here going on the road. Um, interesting what a total would be here because I think it would be very high. Between, I'm going to say 58 or 59. I think it might even be higher than that. Look, all these games on this first weekend. Yeah, you're weekend. right. You're right. It'll be higher. Yeah, I mean, the we say Alabama is the, okay. This is a game that you will have circled because you have a strong opinion about one of these two teams, mm-hmm. and then the other one has become a blue blood in college football. Georgia travels north to Bank of America Stadium to take on Dabo Sweeney for the rest of the year, unless JT Daniels gets hurt. I want you to address it based on the way I'm going to Your say Georgia Bulldogs. My Georgia Bulldogs, <laughs> who are the SEC this year. Uh, I like Georgia. Now, listen, I saw this line. We talked about it after the show. I guessed six on this mm-hmm. number, and you told me I was wrong. I was a little bit surprised. By the way, Mike, could you give the answer that you gave, please? What's that? Well, on the line on this game. <laughs> I was close. Yeah, I you said, said you did the prices right. I, was Mike three, I said three and a half. Into the I, microphone. Yeah, you did it after the show. Yes, I did. <laughs> On the price. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was, uh, I was closest without going over That's here. That's exactly right. You were closer without going over. What's the actual line? It's four. It is? Okay, it's four. I thought I thought it was three and a half. pretty respectful moved. to Georgia, playing in North Carolina. And the game's in Charlotte. Yes, Charlotte. Look, I think Clemson's going to be terrific. Now, they only lost five guys drafted overall. But to me, you lose Lawrence Etienne and Cameron on that line. That's a huge loss. Uh, I don't know if you can necessarily replace that. There's talk about um, Higgins is going to transfer. I'm sorry, not Higgins. Uh, Justin Ross uh, potentially transferring there. So I have some concerns offensively. Defensively, they're going to be good. But I think the one thing about Kirby Smart, when his teams have time to prepare, they will be ready defensively. I, I think this is a great spot for the dogs. And this is, I hate to say this, it's going to sound a little bit strange. It doesn't impact them in terms of the SEC. This is a season and program-defining game for Georgia. Clemson loses, no problem, run the table, you're in the national championship, you're in the college football playoff. Georgia loses this game. Where do they go mentally? Then can you believe you beat Alabama? Georgia has an opportunity to lose this game and still make it to the playoffs. Well, both teams do. Both teams I don't do. know about Clemson. Will they play a tough enough strength of schedule in the ACC? Great question, but you know these people that, that pick these polls are half the people, I mean, the ones that pick these teams, they're the same ones that do the polls. They're lazy in terms of their effort. They won't actually give you a fair representation of who should be in the playoff. Are you interested in Georgia at plus 250 to win the SEC this year? I am, because I think they're going to roll over the East. You've got to beat Alabama. That's it. You've got to win the, uh, you've got to win the game in Atlanta. Remember, 45 minutes from campus in Athens. One more game here we'll get in before we go to break. My Notre Dame Fighting Irish go to the Doak to take on the Florida State Seminoles. This is on Sunday, opening Sunday game that week. And remember, they play a Sunday game on opening week, and Sunday, September 5th. By the way, you know what's great about this game? We're going to get <laughs> a national... this week into football. It's unbelievable. We're going to get a national TV audience for this one to see another choke at the dope. I'm going to go with uh, Notre Dame minus seven. Nine and a half. Uh, my initial guess was 10, but I didn't think they'd yeah. make it that high with the replacing the quarterback at Notre Dame. Yeah. The Clemson quarterback, were you impressed with him when he filled in for uh, Lawrence yeah. this year? DJ five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I uh, was. Uh, he should really have a terrific season as a sophomore. One of the favorites to win the Heisman. We saw the fifth no hitter in Major League Baseball this season. Johnny Means goes tonight. Could it be back to back days? We'll talk about the Major League Baseball schedule next.
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay. So you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah. Like check out these hair. I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, (laughs) hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, (laughs) do you you do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome back into the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's Amal Shaw. In about 20 minutes, we'll have Darren Banks, former NHL player, on to talk about Stanley Cup playoffs. But Amal, I want to go into the Major League Baseball slate first. We saw the fifth no-hitter already this season. We're only May 19th here. Fifth no-hitter last night and pitched by a Tiger, the first since Verlander. I was looking yesterday on my William Hill app. You know they have a, a, will someone hit uh, for the cycle, yes or no, every day? And they have, will there be a no-hitter? It was 75 to 1 against, get, I think it was get back third, plus 3,000 or plus 3,500 on the yes. You could you get 30, 35 to 1 on this now. I mean, at this pace, how many days have we put? 45 days, and we've had every nine days you get when You might as well take 30 to 1 every day. There'll be a no hitter. That's exactly. You just have to hit one in a month to be profitable, right? Yeah. Spencer Raging Turnbull t- turned into beauty. Two walks last night. 
Again, they blanket. Seattle still hasn't scored in this series against the Tigers playing at home. Yeah, I, I actually like the M's tonight in a bounce back spot. I know they're a little bit of a more of a favorite here, but give Detroit credit. Turnbull did an outstanding job t- today for me, though. I like the M's in this spot bouncing back after the no hitter. I know you don't like the pitcher in a return spot when Turnbull pitches next yeah. game, but I think with Gilbert on the mound against uh, they, what Tyler Scooball in this one, Scooball, yeah, I, yeah, lefty. I think, I like uh, the M's here at home. Let's start out with the Giants and the Reds. Here it was again. Louis Castillo rolling along last night. Six strikeouts through three. Up one to nothing. Bang! Three, three, one Giants. They hang on to win again. Amazing. I, I, to- I told you, got, you got to take them yesterday. Yeah, right. It was a plus price. You, you have to look- fade Castillo. Yeah, absolutely. Until they show you something. Also, this Reds team, I mean, they just look like they're disengaged at times. I mean, two runs, yeah. at, as you call it, one of the great nicknames in the history of Great sport. American small, small park. Yeah, absolutely. You can't hit homers there. Where are you going to hit the ball? Yeah. Yeah, I, and here's the thing tonight. I love Gaussman. I mean, Gaussman's going against Wade Miley. Um, Gaussman's stuff is just outstanding. This, the, the miss rate. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna, no, 59 Ks. What were you saying on the miss rate? Uh, the miss, his miss rate's up like 17% this year. I mean, he's found a new home there in San Francisco. He's been dominant with his stuff. I mean, I never, I never thought Gaussman was an overpowering pitcher, but he's got such movement on the ball. Everything down, 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 and he can still tune it up 93, 94. This is a cheap price on the road again here with San Francisco. Yeah, I'm with you. And here's the other thing I think that has to be looked at. Cleveland, San Francisco, the Dodgers. There's some of these teams, they just know how to develop young pitchers. And I think San Francisco is one of these teams with Gaussman now here pitching well. You take a look at what he's been able to do. Guys, when they go to a new organization, maybe they learn some different mechanics, different things, they become better. And we're seeing it with the Giants so far this year. I mean, Alex Webb is... Uh, 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 Logan Webb. Logan Webb. And Alex Wood, they both have done a nice job, and we've seen what Gosman's been able to do. Yeah, and it was a former teammate, the Italian stallion Anthony Desclafani, gave up a run in the first, and then he was solid. He gets the win last night. Well, he was usually good for a four spot in Cincinnati every night. Yeah, exactly. He pitched well once again. He pitched well once again. So hats off. The Giants just keep pace. The Dodgers win, win, win. They can't make up any ground. Padres win, win, win. Those top three teams in that division are going to separate themselves out uh, from the Diamondbacks and the Rockies rather quickly. Yeah, you know, we talked about this when the Giants were ridiculous odds at even 15 to 1. I say because that was already in the middle of May. Not, I mean, forget before the season started. I would have never given them a chance before the season Looking started. Looking at the NL East, the NL Central, there's a very good chance you get two wild cards out of the West, I think. I think right. so for sure, yeah. right? When you look at that right mm-hmm. now, St. Louis is going to be the team in the uh, in the Central. East remains to be seen. Okay, uh, a matchup tonight in uh, Baltimore at Camden Yards. You have Johnny Means, who's yet to taste defeat on the season. ERA 1 2 1. whip. He's thrown one of the five no-hitters this year. Takes on Ryan uh, Yarbrough and the Rays, who beat up on the O's last night. Means a very reasonably priced home favorite tonight at $1.20. Yeah, Yarbrough's been effective as well, though. I think, though, Johnny Means is being undervalued. If he played on a better team, he'd be a much higher price than minus 122 here. Uh, Look, he's a tough guy to bet against right now, especially against it's the ideal team to face, Tampa. They don't hit the ball consistently well. This is a good opportunity for Means to be just as effective as he's been all season long. This game is in the playbook, but it might be a different way than what you might be thinking here. Uh, Let me guess. You got the under first five, four and a half. Okay, let's move on. All right, (laughs) Brewers taking on the Royals last night. This was a pitching duel last night. Could it be a pitching duel again tonight? Obviously, uh, you have Corbin Burns. (laughs) No, You know, I'm laughing. He did walk a batter, so his ratio has now has has definition to it. It's not infinity. 58 strikeouts to one walk. And he's taking on big, bad, mostly bad, Brad, big, <laughs> mostly bad Brad Keller tonight. By the way, speaking of which, uh, Garrett Cole broke his record of consecutive strikeouts without a walk uh, in terms of that. But now Burns still holds the record for to start a season yeah. without issuing a walk compared to strikeouts. 
I knew you were going to be on this game. I took this game much earlier. The price has gone up to now minus 195, Mike. Very high, but I still like Big Bad uh, Brad Keller to fade against. I didn't play this game. I didn't play this game. I just wanted to talk about the 58-1 to strikeout-to-walk ratio that that Burns has so far. I I parlayed this with somebody else. Yeah. Uh, It's Wednesday. Usually I have about a a, a six-pack of plays, and a mall has one. You went two and one last night. I think you're feeling feeling a little bit good about the multiple plays. You always said no, you it's gave the playoffs. Up. That's why I'm feeling good. Very good. So we might get we might get a two over, plays tonight. Over under two and a half. What's the number? Uh, I'll I'll go under. <laughs> the playbook, uh, and I'm all in next. NHL and NBA playoffs of all are here, and our experts are covering every angle to find the betting average edges. Of course, we'll start with our top expert, Andy McNeil. He's tracking all the NHL action. And oh, by the way, Jonathan Van Tobel, who we'll have on the show on Friday, has all of our hoops insights. Our experts and the entire VSIN supporting cast, including Amal Shaw, give you all the tools to make the most of every bet on the playoffs, including odds and analysis for every game on vsin.com and... Our daily members-only best bet emails. You would have needed that today to get my Everton under. I think it's 74th minute. We're under two and a half. One uh, nothing. So looking good right now. Of course, uh, Chelsea under was looking good at halftime yesterday, too. Now is the time to cash in on the playoffs. Sign up for your 10-day free trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. All right, Amal, it's that time of the day where we're going to give out our plays. You gave out three plays yesterday, and you say, when I give out multiple plays, I usually lose no, you went two and one yesterday. You had the Indians, a small favorite, winning um, at Anaheim. You had the Knights in a do or die situation, down one nothing in the second period, came back and beat the Wild. And then, of course, Joe Quinville and the Florida Panthers with another flat effort. Doesn't matter who's in goal. Yeah, I really thought it was disappointing in terms of them putting Bobrovsky in there, but mm-hmm. uh, I, I just they were flat. You're right, absolutely didn't do a good job. Uh, they're in trouble. That, that series is in serious trouble. All right, we'll start with you because I have multiple plays. Um, I went under two and a half of them all. You, you might beat me with a three. I'll go with five, Bob. Five? Five plays. What happened? Yes. What happened to you? Well, listen, you got and aces. Really, what happened to you? No, the aces are on the mountain. When we were on, when we, um, all, when we were on my guys in the desert, you would go whole quarters without five plays. You know, listen, I'm not like you who sits there and picks anything that moves. I mean, like, what? Let me ask you a question. Do you, hold moves. on a second. I have a question. Do you have some match going on right now Holland. in Africa that's Holland. non-sanctioned? No, 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 Holland. Holland, the Dutch league. The Dutch league. <laughs> Under two and a half, one nothing, 89th minute. Ajax? It's not Ajax. I'm just it's making sure, two, you know. No, I don't know. Home. I don't know. I have no idea who these teams are. <laughs> I, I know. That's what's amazing. I know, me. though, the last four games they've played, they've only scored two goals combined. So, all right. I took the two and a half. But you're going to see, based on the pitching matchups, who I have to. Let's start with Major League Baseball. I've got the Washington Nationals on the road, wind blowing out of Wrigley, 13 miles an hour out to left field. Max Scherzer against the fake tough guy, Jake Arietta. Maxi only minus 150 in this one. What's up? Does that concern you that the wind is blowing out with, with Maxi because he gives a lot bit, of yes. golfer balls? Yeah, that's exactly. Absolutely a little bit of a concern, but I still think with the way the Cubs have been swinging the bats the majority of the season, I like Washington here against Arietta. You know, we haven't talked about Scherzer much. We've talked rightfully so about Garrett Cole, of course, Jacob deGrom, uh, Corbin Burns, Clayton Kershaw, and Hugh Darvish. But Max is still right there, one of the elite pitchers in baseball. I think he'll be effective today on the road against Chicago. 
Then I went with the St. Louis Cardinals at home on the run line against the Pittsburgh Pirates. One of my favorite pitchers in baseball from Harvard-Westlake, Jack Flaherty, the young gun. Run line here with the Cards today. They've got the best third baseman in baseball, one of the top five players in Nolan Arenado. Love their corner men. This team is going to win this division. I like the Cardinals here at home, minus 110 on a run line play. They should be $3 today, I think. I, this I thought it should have been over 220. Yeah, I thought it should have been that yeah. bad. They crushed them last night. Yeah. Now you got Flaherty. I like this play a lot of them. Then we've got a parlay. It's going to be a cross-sport parlay. We're going to go with your baseball, Corbin Burns. i got to give you credit. You're the one who turned me on to Burns. I like the Brewers at minus 180. That line's gone to now minus 195 along with the uh, which Carolina, Hur- <laughs> which Carolina Hurricanes. Hold on. Hold on. i got to check. I got Panthers are you taking them all? i, I got to check. That's my fault. <laughs> the, 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 so Is our, this the University of Northern Iowa Panthers? <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Isn't it Hurricanes? It's, it's the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh, God. Um, that, that was my mistake on this oh, one. So boy. in terms of this matchup, I like uh, – I, You're out of your comfort zone with five plays, my man. You can't possibly list them all correctly. No. Uh, I, li- I like the Carolina Hurricanes with the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. It is not the Florida Panthers. Uh, so Carolina minus 185, Milwaukee minus 180. Uh, uh, take back is plus 140. And then two plays on the money line, or one more play on the money line. Lakers minus 230. I got this one at minus 190, but I want to get people to play based on the current price, which is 230. And then I like this Boston-Washington game under 5.5. Mike, I think it's going to be a tight, low-scoring game tonight between the uh, Caps and the Bees. Who's in net for uh, the Caps tonight? I think it's going to be Anderson. Is Vanderchek coming? it's going to be Anderson. I'm not worried, though. That's the reason I have this in here, because I don't think that Anderson can beat the Bruins, especially when they go back They go back to Boston. Okay, it, we have a couple minutes left for me to get my plays in after Amal's dissertation and corrections. Um, <laughs> I took a parlay as a two-unit play tonight. Um I took these Bruins at 170. You know, our hockey expert, Andy McNeil, has been all over the Bruins. He said to take them in the series. What was it? Up to 178. It's tied 1-1. I'm going to take a minus 170 tonight. I agree with Eddie O. Greg Anderson not, has not played much hockey lately. I mean, he's been forced into this role with Vanacek's injury. I thought if Washington got Vanacek, they'd still be a slight dog in this. I thought overall with home ice in the series, it should have been closer to a pick That's why I didn't bet Boston. Tuka Rask is, is going to beat uh, Anderson tonight. I'm not necessarily on you with the under. I think the Bruins, I thought about the puck line here, but instead I decided to parlay them with the avalanche. I was just so impressed to my eye how fast they were against the Blues. I mean, the Blues have an intent you, to try to muck up that game, and they can't keep them from all these odd man breaks. They're just so fast. You hadn't been listening to me when I've been telling you that all year long? I'm not sure. Well, the show started on January 25th, so don't tell me about all year long. Uh, it's 2021. I've been telling you since the beginning of the first month lo- of the year. Well, it's 25 days. You didn't say a word about it, Amal. All right, let's go to the one-unit plays. This one's in progress. Maybe you can give us an update, Amal. It was one nothing last I looked, about 73rd minute. Everton uh, and, and uh, the pitter-patter of Little Feet, Wolverhampton. We laid 25 cents there. This PSG game, that's a three-way play, minus 120. This is the Copa de France final. I think they'll, they'll, they'll be uh, focused for this. They want to take home that championship. Remember... With one game left in French League One coming up the, the final this week, they are one point behind my team, the Lille Hammers. Okay, so Lille needs to win and get the three points. They can lock up French League One. Uh, PSG can still get uh, the title in Copa de France. I yeah. love Gauss. Yes, no, go ahead. What do you still think? This is 1994 in Norway at the Winter Olympics. Lille Hammer. Yes. <laughs> I love the Giants and Gaussman tonight. Fade these Reds, these chic pick Reds. They've blown the first two at home. I think Gaussman will be great in the first five. I thought with Molly maybe about playing the first five under four here. It is the small park, though, and you usually get a home run in the fourth or fifth inning to break your heart. 
This line's down. You can get it at 115 now. I love it. I bet it at 122 this morning. And then I played means under. I, Yarbrough, look at Yarbrough's stats at Camden Yard. Yeah, very good. He's great. He's under two ERA lifetime. He pitches very well at Camden Yard. And we get four and a half first five in the American League Park, late 20 cents. A couple of things. One, I want to ask you about Yarbrough's numbers in uh, Oriole Park. Do you take into consideration the fact that the Orioles haven't been able to hit for about five years? Well, it's still not that great of a hitting <laughs> yeah, team. Exactly. Okay. Well, Second thing, quick update right now. I want to give you between Wolves and Everton. Bad news for you right no, no, now. No, no, it's 2 nothing. No, no, no. It's still one minute. Six, six minutes to go in regulation. Yeah, I thought you were going to say there's a second goal no. and I have to get off of it. <laughs> no. I'm all, this is serious now. Don't joke around. I know you gave about five plays, so you're all giddy. Dude, I'm gonna tell you the real You're reason why giddy. I'm giddy. No, the real reason uh, why I'm giddy. Would you just listen for once in your life? I, I always I listen for four minutes as you read off the wrong, incorrect place. <laughs> the reason why I'm giddy is because we talk college football. We're talking Georgia Bulldogs, SEC East champs, SEC champs. Up next, we're gonna I'm have Darren Banks, here. former Boston Bruin. He was at the Knights game last night. I'll have him break down that series and more. Up next on the Nuts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boost, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. In Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Hopefully we have about three seconds left in the segment. Oh, we do. Uh, welcome back to the Nuts. I'm Mike Palm. He's the Mall Shaw. Yesterday we had Eddie Olchek on, uh, talk NFL play- NHL playoffs. Today we have another NHL great, Darren Banks, in studio here. Banksy, welcome back to the program. It's been about a month. It's playoff time. There's nothing like playoff time. We'll start with the Bruins game tonight, since you're wearing you're wearing the Bees logo. I asked Eddie Olchek this yesterday. I said, Vanacek's out. Can the Caps possibly beat Boston with Craig Anderson in net? He said. Absolutely not. <laughs> no, they can't. <laughs> I mean, and you got to win four games out of seven. Mm-hmm. I can't see it happen. And I see this series going seven games. Uh, he's just a little too old. I mean, he's going to get a little run down. They're going to play it back-to-back at some point. And he's going to be a little too tired. And these young guys on the Bruins are really coming. And if they get that power play going, uh, look out. You interested in the Bruins minus 170 tonight at home? I like the Bruins at home tonight. They're... Uh, you know, they got to put on a bit of a show and do something, and they got a forecheck, and they got a hit. And, again, uh, Krejci haven't really noticed them much. They need, you know, those 1A and 1B lines that they have going on their team. Those two lines go. The team goes really well. You know, Darren, I think this game stays under the total of 5.5. I think it's going to be a much more defensive game in Boston. I think Rask will be outstanding. I tend to agree with you guys. I like Boston in this spot at home. I don't want to lay the price, though. I think this is going to be a 2-1-3-1 type of game in favor of the Bees. Their defense, if you look at the last month of the season, past the trade deadline, has been unbelievable. Yeah, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Unlike some of these other series, these Canadian series are getting ready to come up. I think there's going to be a lot of goals in those Canadian series. And, you know, these teams are probably getting tired of playing each other. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of animosity going on in the game tonight. I think a lot of hitting. You mentioned the familiarity. In terms of as a former player, how does that impact you when you become so familiar, you've been playing the same team? I mean, this year it's even worse in the postseason, right? Because all you've done is play everybody within the division, and now you're facing off these teams again, potentially four to seven games. Yeah, I mean, hopefully you sent a message to them during the year. And if you didn't, you better do it the first two games of the series and hopefully don't take a lot of penalties. But, you know, you kind of know what the team, their tendencies are. So, I mean, the fans-wise... I mean, I'm not enjoying watching these games, so I'm tired of watching them say they play the same teams. I want them to play those other divisions. Let's talk about the North. We're talking to Darren Banks, former NHL player with the Boston Bruins, spent a, a long time in hockey in his career. Is it a foregone conclusion, like the betting market suggests, that Toronto's coming out of the North? Or do you think another team, Edmonton or maybe Winnipeg, can challenge him? Yeah, I wrote down a little, little script what I thought it would happen. And I have Toronto and Edmonton playing in the finals, and I give a little bit edge to Edmonton because of Connor McDavid and Drysdale and their goaltending. Mike Smith, I mean, if that guy's on, that team's hard to beat. Their defense is bad, but they're, if they got so much offensive power. But, you know, that's the things I've been looking at in all, the, all these different divisions. And then I was thinking, you got the Central, you got the East, North, and West. Who's going to play where after that? 
And then I didn't realize they're reseeding all four mm -hmm. of the teams by uh, what you know place they came in, in in the regular season. So it looks like we're going to play the Boston New York season if we make it, or if Colorado makes it, we're going to play that division. Yeah, it, yeah. It, the Pacific in this or the West, as they say, and that Central division are not going to meet each other if the top teams come out because they're all the top records, right? They yeah. would, they would go again. I want to ask a question on that note. I would make the argument that Carolina had the best season. I know Colorado had the most points. They tied the Knights. But in that division, they had two, uh, two other teams that were excellent, Florida and Tampa Bay. And the bottom of the division wasn't as bad as the West. The West, I mean, you could just beat up on Anaheim, the Kings, and the Sharks. I mean, you had Dallas that made the final last year in that division. Nashville came on. And, and the Blackhawks are better than those three California teams. So I think the most impress, impressive regular season was put in by Carolina. Yeah, I mean, if they win the last two games, they win the President's Trophy. Mm -hmm. So um, they're probably playing the best hockey, I think. Uh, Tampa Bay now, <laughs> with Kucherov back and Stamkos back, um, you know, they're firing a lot of cylinders. But that Florida team's going to, they're going to wear them down. They're going to wear them down a lot. Are you surprised to see Najokovic in net for Carolina instead of Peter Morazic? Yeah, I mean, I didn't see Morazic play. I didn't watch those series a lot, but I didn't see Morazic play a lot of games. Mm -hmm. And Rod Brindamore's got those guys going at all cylinders. I mean, he's got Rod the Bod has got his team <laughs> flying out there. Yeah, Rob still works out every day in his mid fifties. Guy's an absolute beast. Uh, you talked about that. What is he saying between the end of the first period, that seventeen minutes in the locker room, and the second period? No team, Mike and I have talked about this in the National League Hockey League, is better when you look at what they're able to do when they get out on the ice in that second period. He, knowing him, no, Rod probably doesn't say much. He probably talks to him before the game, tell, gives him a plan, this is what we want done. Unless he gets riled up, then he's going to go in there and fire him up. But I think he might let, you know, the captain stall kind of take over in the dressing room and say, boys, you know, this is what we need to do. And they come together as a team. You know, I mean, we see it every game they play, and they're exciting to watch right now. You probably never played for a coach that was tougher than you, but I think Brendan Moore is probably tougher than anybody's got on his team. Oh, he'd give everybody a run at <laughs> He'd give him a try at it, though, at yeah, least. Exactly. Banksy, let's talk about the, the West Division. Um, you were at the game, the both games here in Las Vegas. We know Minnesota has given the Knights trouble all throughout the four years of the program. They have a real hard time winning at XL Energy Arena in Minneapolis. You're friends with Cam Talbot. You've had Talbot out here. He's been outstanding the first two games. Would you be surprised if the Wild win this series? No, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but, you know, like last night's game, it eight shots in the first period. Vegas cannot win games and have eight shots. And you, if you don't get in front of Cam Talbot, he's going to stop it. You know, he, you know, he let a bad goal last night with Marshall. It was a great shot by Marshall, yep. but you got to get in front of him. And one of the things that Minnesota does is they are the best team. And if you go with analytics, which I'm not a big fan of, but anything inside the box in front of their net or in front of the visit or the opposing team's net, they surround it. So teams don't get there. They don't get that second shot. But you've got to hit Minnesota. You've got to hit him. You've got to make that Caprice off. You've got to him make him pay the little Spurgeon, the little guy in defense. They barely even hit him last night. I mean, I would be running him. Take a two-minute penalty. But if you run him over, he thinks twice about what he's doing next time. You know, to me, this Minnesota team, particularly at home, you look at the where it's going to be key for Vegas is the first period. The Wild have been tremendous at getting off to fast starts. I feel like if they fall behind it as well as the Flower has played, it could be a real challenge. And you mentioned Cam Talbot. I thought uh, Anson Carter had a great line. He said, calm Talbot. He's been so calm in net. And I think that's been the difference. I feel like Minnesota, even though they obviously finished where they did, 
it would not surprise me at all if they were to get past Vegas and they could give Colorado a run for their money. How do you see it? Or is it Colorado versus VGK and then potentially Mike likes VGK. I like Colorado. Yeah, I, I lean more and more towards Colorado. Those young guys, those young defensemen that they have on that team are outstanding. And if they get Byron back, that's another D-man. that they And he's a young kid that can really move out there. Um, it'll come down to goaltending. You know, it'll come down to goaltending. But Vegas, so... Hopefully, Pat Reddy comes back at some point. Uh, they need his goal scoring. And he likes to shoot the puck, and he can shoot it. And they need his they need his goal touch. And Alex Tuck, he's playing well. I mean, I give it credit. They tried to change the lines up yesterday, add a little bit more speed to one line. But Vegas, I mean, if they get past Minnesota, which I hope they do, they're going to have a tough time with Colorado. But do they? Do they get past them? You're saying you hope. Do they? It's going to come down to goaltending. You, you can get Vegas at a plus price now in the series with this with with this tied one one. But I'm not because convinced. They, but I'm not ice. convinced they're winning the series. I'm not. I think it's going to be tough. You're close with Pete DeBoer. You, you've been for a long time. Do we see Robin Leonard at all this series? Maybe not. <laughs> I don't I, think it, the only chance he's got of playing <laughs> is if they have a back to back game. If they don't, he's not going. To, he's he's too much of a one shot goaltender. And Flurry, he's so athletic and makes that second save. He made a few last night. I just don't see him going mm-hmm. in the net. What are you asking questions like that for? Mark Andre Fleury's given up one goal in 120 because minutes of regulation. Because been committed to playing both of them for both years, and he's had them. Listen, Mark, he's been public about it, private about it, and he's done it. That's fine. Let me tell you something. The way Mark Andre Fleury's playing right now, you cannot make a change. He has been as good as any goaltender in the first two games of the postseason. One goal in regulation in 120 minutes. This isn't 20 years ago, Amal, where you, one goalie is going to play 16 games. It's a different era now. You're living in the past. So is Notre Dame football, but doesn't seem to preclude you from talking about them. Please. Please, we get to the playoff, okay? <laughs> Banks, speaking of Colorado, I, I believe that the Knights had an advantage because – Grubauer has not taken them deep into the playoffs. We saw him lose to Dallas in the second round last year. But watching that game um, Tuesday night or Monday night, they are just, they convert defense to offense so fast. You can be committed to trying. They get an odd man break on you like nothing because they just skate by you. There's no way to defend them. Yeah, they're so fast. Oh. And their captain led, led them the other night when uh, somebody tried, you know, need a guy a little bit. And he went after Shen, and I mean, he led their team. You know, he had a Gordie Howe hat trick that game. Uh, I mean, I was loving Langenstad. You know, it was awesome to watch him play like that. But again, and I, I'll say it a million times, and every year it comes down to goaltending. Goaltenders are, if your goaltender is the hottest guy on your team, you have the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup. That's just the way it goes. No matter what your forwards are, they score eight goals. But. It comes down to goaltending. Can the Islanders score enough to beat Yari and the Penguins? Yeah, I don't see the Penguins beating them. I mean, they won a game, but mm-hmm. I don't see. I think the Islanders are well coached enough that they will get through that series. I mean, my my, I looked at it today. I had Toronto and Edmonton. I had Colorado. I had Vegas. I had the Islanders. I had Carolina, Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. and then Washington, Boston. I wasn't sure. Obviously, I'm going with towards Boston, mm-hmm. but. I think that series might go seven games. We'll ask you right now who you have winning the cup. I have Tampa Bay. Ooh. Get some value on them this year since they finished third in their division. Saw Kucherov come back on that power play. Two goals, been outstanding coming back after missing the whole season. They've got the experience. In a year that they're not picked to win it, maybe they do it and go back to back. Thanks for joining us, Darren Banks. Coming up next on VEASAN, it's betting across America.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.